ever stopped to think that the best and worst place to live is in your mind? Think about it. We can create our own destiny or our own downfall. It all has to do with the way that we choose to think and see things. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit, with your host, Dr. Paula Joyce. Dr. Paula is here with her guest experts to show you just how to change that negative way of thinking and see your world in a positive light. Now, here is Dr. Paula. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and I'm grateful to be here with and for you today. You are all part of a global community with fellow listeners from every corner of the world. Thank you for being here with and for me and for continuing to spread the word to your friends, relatives, and colleagues. A special gratitude goes this week to our listeners in the countries of the Russian Federation, China, and Finland, and in the the states of Massachusetts, New York, and Oklahoma, and to all of you for helping us reach a new high of 155,000 listeners. Because you keep listening, Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit is a top-ranked show here on Voice America, the leader in live internet talk radio. In addition to our amazing guests, I always include a tip of the week, a silver lining story, and the name of an archangel to help you grow and heal personally, professionally, and spiritually. To open up your spiritual awareness and absorb the information in today's show at a higher level of consciousness, I encourage you to say these two sentences out loud with me. I am a peaceful soul. I am a being of light. And now for your tip for the week from my ebook, 33 Tips for Self-Empowerment. Self-empowerment connects you to your limitless higher self, giving you an inner foundation of love, eliminating fear and bringing in peace and joy. Your limitless higher self has direct access to the divine and through that love, you can heal yourself and the planet. For today's topic, your tip is turn fear into love. Fear is an illusion. Use it to create the positive. When you go into fear, ask yourself, what quality of love do I need more of? Compassion, forgiveness, patience, empathy, understanding, and or gratitude. Then look for ways to bring that quality of love more strongly into your life. Often when we hear something like this, we assume it's only about loving other people and having more compassion, forgiveness, and patience for others in our life. In truth, it's especially important that we include ourselves. Sometimes it's easier to show others love than it is to to give love to ourselves. We judge ourselves harshly and hold on to our negative thoughts and feelings. Then we add guilt and we begin to spiral down. I suggest that you begin to think of yourself as a learner and forgive the younger you for whatever you did or whatever happened. Sometimes that younger you is who you were five minutes ago because in fact you are older now and hopefully wiser. Life is about learning, and as we learn, we can make new and better choices. Start giving yourself credit for what you just learned and for deciding what you will do differently next time because of that learning. Then pay attention to how you keep changing and growing. In this way, there are no mistakes. There is only learning. If you stop judging yourself, you have less to forgive. 
It's the judgment that creates fear and destroys self-love. If we expect to be perfect, we will always fail. If we expect to be human, therefore constantly learning, we will always succeed. The success is in taking experience as just that, experience, not good or bad, just experience, and then using it to learn, grow, and create the you who brings you joy. Pay attention to how much more you like yourself after every experience that you use for learning and growth. Your personal power is in how you choose to respond to experience. My next workshop can help you forgive yourself and have more self-compassion. It's Walking the Labyrinth, a Sacred Experience. The Labyrinth is a walking meditation, a path of prayer, and an archetypal blueprint where psyche meets spirit. It dates back to Crete where it was found drawn on cave walls. There was even one on the floor of King Solomon's temple. Unlike a maze where you lose your way, the Labyrinth is a spiral, is a spiritual tool that helps you find your way. The sacred geometry built into the labyrinth does the work for you. As you walk it, it helps you release what is hurting you, connect with the divine, and change with more ease. In our time together at the labyrinth, you will learn about the labyrinth, walk it, and integrate what you gained. Release fear, stress, and worry. Quiet your busy mind. Hear the divine in your limitless higher self. Find your own answers. Open your heart to receiving. Improve your health and well-being. Create more peace, joy, and happiness. And become more of who you truly are. We will walk the labyrinth Saturday, October 19th at 2 p.m. at the Episcopal Church of the Transfiguration in Dallas, Texas. This was actually the first labyrinth built in the United States and one that I walked every week for many years. You can learn more about the labyrinth by listening to our second on-demand show with the Reverend Dr. Lauren Artris, who brought the labyrinth into wide use around the world. If you don't live in Dallas, contact me for individual or group coaching or to present this workshop or another one in your area like the Ohm Awakening Meditation or Discovering Hope and Silver Linings. Choosing to be positive, choosing to think, see, feel, and act in new and healthier ways is the heart of uplift your life nourishment of the spirit. We all have choices, but we can't make the best choices for ourselves if we don't know what the options are. This show provides you with new information on health and healing, with an emphasis on spirituality and the connection between our thoughts, emotions, and physical and mental health. We can all choose happiness gratitude, abundance, love, peace, and positivity as we allow ourselves to know the truth of our own experiences and feel the pain of our past or present life and let it go. We open ourselves up to the joy of being fully alive in every moment. We change the energy in our body and literally become younger and healthier, feel lighter and have more energy. We truly know and feel the joy, beauty, and love in our lives. My show helps you do that by providing you with new information, perspectives, and techniques, inspirational stories, and guests who are thought leaders in their field, like our guest today, Dr. Stuart Eisendrath, who is here to talk about harnessing the power of mindfulness to alleviate depression. 
I received these emails after our show last week with Robin Speisman, who talked about spreading loving kindness for a more loving life and world. Diane wrote, loved your silver lining message. Ellen wrote, wow, your entire show and guest gave me goosebumps. I could feel my heart grow larger and beat stronger. What a gift you and your guests gave to your audience today. And Karen wrote, I thoroughly enjoyed your interview with Robin. Her validation of allowing me to accept compliments and positive messages from others talked directly to my soul. Also, I have found that I get stronger with every smile and kind gesture that I can give and get from complete strangers. Somehow it seems that loving others brings out the reality that no one is really a stranger at all. Both you and Robin are truly kindred spirits and a blessing to everyone who's fortunate enough to hear or read your uplifting messages of unconditional love. Thank you. I appreciate everyone who took the time to write to me. As Robin pointed out, compliments are a form of love. Not everyone is comfortable receiving love. To get more comfortable with receiving compliments, she suggested you think of it as a gift. You don't want to deny people the opportunity to give a gift. So you might begin by learning to say something like, thank you for noticing, or that was really kind of you. I'm going to practice her suggestion by thanking her for saying to me, you're a gift to radio. You're phenomenal. If you miss this show, I encourage you to listen by clicking on the episode link on this page. For more on spreading loving kindness, please listen to some of our shows like July 26, 2018 with Stefan Schwartz, being an agent of lasting change, personal society societal and global. September 22nd, 2016 with Stefan Schwartz, create change by making compassionate, life-affirming choices. And August 27, 2015 with Dr. Garbarino, the importance of empathy. You can hear these shows or any others that you may have missed or want to listen to. Again, that's the beauty of having the shows on demand. You have easy access anytime, day or night, allowing you to listen when it fits your schedule or when you need hope, comfort, or inspiration. Whenever it is, I'm here for you. Now it's time for my silver lining story. I want to share an exchange I had with some people regarding one of my Facebook posts. This is extremely important because many people are stuck in fear, anger, and depression in response to what is happening in the United States of America right now. The post quoted our president who was making a case against abortion. He said, Quote, every child born and unborn is a sacred gift from God, unquote. I pointed out that the children at the border are also, quote, sacred gifts from God, unquote, and wondered if they would ever be free and reunited with their parents and if they would ever recover from this horrific trauma. In response to comments that just focus on the president as the villain, I wrote, unfortunately, he speaks for a lot of people, 
the truth of the underlying hidden prejudice in our country has to come to the surface before we can clear all this negative energy and move into a world that's more loving, compassionate, and empathetic. We are in this process, and it's creating a lot of turmoil. Have faith that all will return to love. Lois responded, It's difficult to have faith when we have seen how many in our country support him and his cruel lying ways. Lois, it's all in what you focus on. Stop focusing on the negative. Be aware of it and then look at all the positive that's happening in the world, including our country. Listen to people like Marianne Williamson and my guest the other day, Robin Spiesman. In fact, my whole radio show is geared toward helping people see the positive in their own lives and in the world. We must have faith and stay positive or truly all is lost. The fate of the world depends upon each of us, not upon the dictators and people who have lost their way. I had Stefan Schwartz on my show twice because he makes the point that the only thing that changes the world in a permanent way is when each of us chooses to make compassionate, life-affirming choices for the good of all. He has solid data and insights. He's worth paying attention to you. You make a difference, as each of us does, which is why we must all find ways to stay positive and perform acts of loving kindness and speak words of love and kindness. Our thoughts, words, and actions are what will change the world and bring us to a place of more compassion, love, and empathy. Together, we can do this. You're so right, Paula. I treasure the kindness I see in our world. It's just sad that we have to have a balancing act today. Maybe the only good thing to come out of this administration, its cruel ways and the hatred that we have seen, is that many of us will make more of an effort to be kind and be more aware of the effect kindness can have. It's always been a part of me, but I feel it more today. I appreciate your words of wisdom. I truly do. Thank you. You're welcome, Lois. And yes, you are exactly correct. All the negativity is pushing those of us who understand loving kindness to practice it in our own thoughts, words, and actions, and to start to see the world that way. The more of us who do this, the faster the world would change into a more loving, kind, and compassionate one. I am grateful for your insight and wisdom. Lois's point is huge. Instead of letting ourselves be brought down by the fear, chaos, and trauma, we must work that much harder to stay focused on the positive and to add loving kindness wherever and whenever we can. We are not helpless or hopeless. We are being called upon to find joy in our own lives and to help bring joy into the lives of others. The more of us who do this, the faster the energy in the world will change. We will reach a tipping point. I encourage you to use your power to help others and the world by adding your words and acts of loving kindness as a daily practice. And now I want to introduce our guest, Dr. Stuart Eisendrath, who is the author of When Antidepressants Aren't Enough, 
Harnessing the Power of Mindfulness to Alleviate Depression, and the founding director of the University of California, San Francisco Depression Center, a senior clinician and research psychiatrist at UCSF. His lectures on mindfulness-based cognitive therapy for University of California TV have been viewed more than one and a half million times. His therapeutic approach has been scientifically validated and research funded by the National Institute of Health. He has been teaching this for over 15 years and is a founding board member of the National Network of Depression Centers. You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. As Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. said, hey, cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that. And Mahatma Gandhi said, be the change you want to see in the world. And Mother Teresa said, I alone cannot change the world, but I can cast a stone across the waters to create many ripples. If you believe this while listening to the commercials, go to my website, drpaulajoyce.com, to like and recommend us on Facebook, then friend Paula Joyce, and I'll send uplifting messages between shows and help you be part of the solution. Reed commented this week, thank you for always trying to inspire and encourage everyone to become more deeply human. Only like and follow the people who add positivity to the world, then read about and register for my work, new workshop, Walking the Labyrinth, a Sacred Experience, or contact me to schedule one in your area. Also, click on past guest Maureen St. Germain's banner for her guided meditations, five books and classes, her trained Akashic Records Guides will help you navigate your way through life. Your question for today is, who do you know who deals with depression and would benefit from listening to this episode? Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Dr. Stuart Stuart Eisendrath, who's here to talk about harnessing the power of mindfulness to alleviate depression. what makes the most successful people tick keep listening to the voice america empowerment channel VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. be the best that you can be dr paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session dissolve hidden barriers to your goals solve your most challenging problems and unleash your inner power visit paulajoyce.com or call dr paula the life doctor at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation whether it's individual or group business or personal attain success with ease mention that you heard this on uplift your life and receive 10 percent off your first service call 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com today Time for a fresh perspective from leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission. Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective, plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, 
philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access, all the time. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to Dr. Paula at drpaulajoyce.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I always appreciate hearing from you, my listeners, and as a top-ranked show, when you choose to advertise with me, you reach hundreds of thousands of people. If this interests you, or if you want to help sponsor the show, or make even a small donation, or become part of the conversation today, please call 888 or email Dr. Paula at drpaulajoyce.com. I value you and what you have to say, so please let me know what's on your mind and heart. And I hope you wrote down who you know who deals with depression and would benefit from listening to this episode. And I'm so pleased to welcome Dr. Stuart Eisendrath, who's here to talk about harnessing the power of mindfulness to alleviate depression. Um, uh, Dr. Eisendrath, I'm I'm so grateful for what you're doing here in moving out of uh, a preconceived notion that there's only one way to treat depression, and if um, the medication doesn't work or traditional therapy, then you know. It's hopeless. And so you've been able to go beyond that and to really look for answers. And talk to us a little bit about that and and why you um, chose to look at mindfulness and and why antidepressants aren't the only answer. Well, thanks, uh, Dr. Paula. The uh, reason we... Our, my research team got started in looking at uh, this issue is that antidepressants can be life-saving for certain people, and our approach is not anything against antidepressants. But unfortunately, uh, many people uh, don't fully respond to antidepressants or don't respond at all. In fact, in one large study of people receiving antidepressants, after two different trials with antidepressants, uh, up to 50% of the people had not fully recovered. So we wanted to provide something for those people. And we developed a, a program, uh, a study called the Practicing Alternatives to Heal Depression. And it was funded by the National Institute of Health. And in that, we taught people techniques 
such as mindfulness-based cognitive therapy so that they could use a technique themselves and be self-empowered to deal with their depression. And, and so what, what exactly does that mean, mindfulness-based cognitive therapy? Well, mindfulness-based cognitive therapy is a blend of mindfulness, meditation, and cognitive behavior therapy with an emphasis on the mindfulness component. Now, mindfulness is an ancient technique that was developed by Buddhists over 2,500 years ago, but it's been secularized, so it can be used by all people, regardless of their background or religion. It teaches that in depression, thoughts are often negative ones, like, uh, I'll fail at whatever I try, or I'm not good enough, or I'll never get better. And in mindfulness-based cognitive therapy, or MBCT, you learn that such ideas are just thoughts and not actual facts. So um, how does this tie in with people who grew up with a lot of negative messages, um, you know, like the ones that you were saying, you know, you're never going to succeed, you're stubborn, you're, um, you're, you're, uh, you're an angry person, um, and, and so on, so that those thoughts uh, kind of stay with you when you grew up with them. That's a very good question. Unfortunately, when you grow up with those kinds of uh, uh, caregivers saying such things to a person, that, that the child tends to incorporate those into their uh, thinking and feeling. And what we teach people is when you have the thought, when you have the feeling, I'm not a good person, and you may have heard that from an important person in your life. When you say, when you have the saying, I'm not a good person, recognizing that that's a thought that you're having rather than a fact. It doesn't mean that you're a bad person. It means you're just having that thought. And then you can have a choice about whether you react to that thought or whether you respond to that thought. There's always a choice you can make. It is a famous philosopher, Epictetus, Uh, over 1,500 years ago, said it's not the things themselves that bother us, it's our attitude about those things. And that's what we teach in the class and in the course, is that you can actually stop reacting to such ideas like I'm not a good person and realize it's a thought and be able to allow that thought to move into the background rather than believing it. So do, does the, um, the number of times that those invasive, the frequency of those invasive negative, same negative thoughts, repetitive thoughts, start to diminish over time as you do this? Or is it always that you need to keep working um, to, to move those into the background? Well, it, it varies with the individual. Sometimes they can diminish, but often they don't. They're, they're embedded in a sense. But you can actually do something about it because uh, 
they're they're like uh, it's like turning the volume down on a radio. Like the music may still be playing, but you can actually turn the volume down so it's there, but it doesn't have to interfere with your life. I'll give you one example. Uh, a woman in one of our classes uh, came into the class saying, I want to get rid of all my anxiety. I have three children, and every time they go out, I'm anxious about some catastrophe happening to them. If my son goes out on a Saturday night and takes the car, I worry he's going to be in a car accident. I just can't get rid of these thoughts. And she learned in the class that uh, she doesn't have to get rid of those thoughts, that they're always going to be there, but they can fade into the background. And she can say, ah, that's another anxious thought. And by moving it in that direction, it does fade into the background. So she still may have those thoughts, but with time they may completely diminish. But even if she has them, she doesn't have to be driven by them. And that's the big change that she noticed. So um, what I'm hearing you say is that we don't have to be helpless in the face of these thoughts that are um, stuck in our mind and play over and over um, in our heads that we can uh, assume power over our um, over our thoughts and choose to keep them in the forefront where they hurt us and are very loud or we can push them into the background where they're quieter and uh, and, uh, and not intrusive. That's right. They, you can move them so you don't have to adopt them as if they're a fact. I mean, let's face it. If you believe the, uh, the thought that I'm a bad person, it's very likely you're going to get depressed. It, it, it follows from that thought. And that's one thing we notice is that uh, in depression, there are certain thoughts, and there's about 30 of them, that commonly occur in depression. And if you believe those thoughts, and any one person has their own top 10 Letterman-like list of of thoughts (laughs) that they have, it may be different than other people's thoughts, but they have their top 10 favorites. And when they believe those thoughts, it's likely they're going to get depressed. But it's a little tricky because when you're depressed, you tend to generate negative thoughts. So it's a kind of a circle where you have negative thoughts, they generate depression, and then depression generates further negative thoughts, so you're stuck in a spiral. And mindfulness-based cognitive therapy actually helps break that cycle by moving those thoughts out of one of beliefs to just noticing them. It's kind of like this. It's more like... Uh, You're walking down a street, and you notice a bunch of stores, and the stores have negative thoughts in them. In the past, you may have been attracted to such thoughts, perhaps because you were taught them by someone important in your life, but and you go into the store and buy the thought. You you believe it. But in mindfulness-based cognitive therapy, it shifts so you can keep walking down the street You notice the thoughts, but you don't have to go in the store and buy those thoughts. 
So they're there, but you're now able to go on towards your life goals and your commitments in life. So, um, for some people, the it sounds like the this approach of MBCT mindfulness meditation and cognitive cognitive therapy is enough. Um, some people may also need antidepressants, but for some people, the um, this process that you've created can be enough to uh, prevent depression, and you mentioned the woman with anxiety, so I assume also anxiety. That's right. It, it, it is helpful for both anxiety and depression. They often run together, and uh, in our study, we, fo- <clears throat> excuse me, we focused on depression so that we uh, took people into the study if they had continuous depression despite two or more trials with antidepressants. So those people had not fully recovered. We found that over three-fourths of them also had an anxiety disorder in addition to a depressive disorder. So they traveled together. What we've learned, and the way I see it, is that depression and anxiety are really disorders of time. And by that I mean... If you're depressed, you feel as if you've already experienced a loss, that the loss has taken place in the past and now you're stuck with it. If you're anxious, you think that the loss is going to occur in the future. Some catastrophe is going to happen. And with mindfulness, we learn to focus on the present moment. And by focusing on the present moment, It's naturally antidepressant and anti-anxiety because if you're focused on the present moment, you you don't have the bandwidth in your mind to be focused on the past or the future. If you're focused, for example, on your breath, if you're doing a breathing meditation and focusing on that, when you have a thought about the past or a thought about the future, you let go of those thoughts and bring the attention back to the breath in this present moment. And it really represents the power of being focused on the present right now. So if you do that in meditation, does that carry over into your daily life? Yes, it does, because there are really two types of mindfulness, two variations on the same theme. In one type of meditation, such as what I described with focusing on your breath, you may focus for a discrete period of time, for five minutes, 10 minutes, or 15 minutes. You sit down or lie down and focus on your breath or focus on the sensations in your body. And that's one form of mindfulness. In the other form, or what we call dispositional mindfulness, you learn to focus on whatever you're doing in your life. So, for example, if you're walking, you learn to focus on, ah, what are the sensations that I'm having in my feet and my legs? What do I notice in my feet? Do I notice my heel striking first and then my foot peeling down to make full contact and then my other foot beginning to lift up? and push off with the toes. 
And so you learn in dispositional mindfulness to pay attention to whatever you're doing. If you're drying the dishes, you're paying attention to that. If your mind wanders, you bring the attention back to whatever you're doing. So in that sense, whether it's the discrete form of mindfulness or the dispositional form of mindfulness, you're learning how to focus your attention and let go of other thoughts that might be occurring. This is absolutely fascinating, and I want to pick it up after the break. Um, I'm just very grateful you're on the show. Um, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. While you're listening to the commercials, go to my website, drpaulajoyce.com, to sign up for my newsletter. You'll receive the information on all our shows and the chapter on my ultimate creative problem-solving process from my best-selling book, which will help you release hidden fears and blockages to hearing your soul, your true self, your inner wisdom, healing at deep levels, and getting what you truly want in life. This process came to me in that space that Albert Einstein talked about between sleeping and waking. It was a gift from the spiritual realm that helps my clients align their conscious and unconscious mind and move forward with ease and speed. They change from the inside out, creating lasting change and self-empowerment. Now, on your paper, write down what are you going to do to help yourself alleviate or prevent depression? Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Dr. Stuart Eisendrath, who's here to talk about harnessing the power of mindfulness to alleviate depression. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Be the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective from leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission. Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com 
You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to Dr. Paula at drpaulajoyce.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. Welcome back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. And I hope you wrote down what you're going to do to help yourself to alleviate or prevent depression. And remember to listen at the end of the show today to learn how Archangel Cherian can help you. And I'm so glad we're here with Dr. Stuart Eisendrath talking about harnessing the power of mindfulness to alleviate depression. Um, Dr. Eisendrath, I know that you led the way in um, this whole approach to uh, to depression, uh, to alleviating depression, and I'm just so grateful to have you on the show and your expertise. Um, I, I know that you also approach this from a research perspective. So, what are the effects that uh, on the brain of this work? Well, thanks, Paula. We uh, studied people. Uh, receiving and learning the mindfulness-based cognitive therapy by using functional MRI. Functional MRI are MRI scans that measure changes in the brain from moment to moment. And we found that people who were depressed had overactive areas of the brain where that produce emotion, and usually in this case, negative emotion. And the areas of the brain involved with emotion regulation were diminished. And what we found as they learned this technique, the, the brain functions actually shifted back towards normal, where the emotion regulation areas became stronger and the emotion production areas went down. So people's brains actually changed in their functioning to become more normal. So this means that the mindfulness techniques actually had a direct impact on the brain. It wasn't just uh, smoke and mirrors, but there were actually brain effects that we could measure. So it was a very, very powerful technique. Um, that's really impressive. And so how would people learn this technique? Because it's so effective. I'm sure my listeners would want to um, to learn this and to also share this with other people. Well, that's one of the reasons I wrote the book, uh, When Antidepressants Aren't Enough, Harnessing Mindfulness to Alleviate Depression, because that book actually is a distillation of the course, and it's a, a full program where people can read chapter by chapter and have med- medita- audio meditations are available on my website, stewarteisendraft.com, that are free. And they can follow the book and get meditations that are either uh, downloadable or streaming so that they can do the meditations themselves and learn them as they go along. And 
it's a combination of learning meditations and reading about them that really replicates what happens in the course. Another alternative is for a person to take the course, and they're usually offered in many areas around the country. If you Google mindfulness-based cognitive therapy in your area, you can find out what's available. But the book itself, When Antidepressants Aren't Enough, really covers most of the material itself. Well, I, I love that there's an approach, a, a way for people to do this on their own because um, our listeners are across the globe and not everybody has the money or the um, accessibility, access to the resources that, of course, is, um, or, and, and sometimes the belief systems of family members or spouses uh, prevent people from being able to actually uh, engage in uh, coursework or counseling or whatever. And so having this powerful information available through your book um, when antidepressants aren't enough, and then the audio tapes on your website is really um, a, a beautiful gift to um, to the world and people who can't afford it. Uh, the book, even there are libraries. Um, so it's uh, it, it, I, I appreciate what you're doing, and and I'm wondering also how people can prevent. Um, a relapse. Well, learning this technique is a very good way of preventing relapse. In fact, the technique was originally developed as a relapse prevention program. One of the difficulties with depression is there's a strong tendency to relapse. So if you have one episode, it's likely you're going to have another episode in the future. And that's important for people to know that they can recur. But mindfulness-based cognitive therapy has been tested in various ways. People were taught mindfulness-based cognitive therapy and compared to people who just had usual treatment, and it was found to reduce relapse by over 50%. But an even more important study of it was comparing people who learned mindfulness, taking people who had learned mindfulness-based cognitive therapy and compared it to people who had received antidepressants on a continuous basis. So both people came out of receiving antidepressants, but one group received mindfulness-based cognitive therapy and was tapered off of antidepressants, and the other group continued on antidepressants. And it was found in that study that people were essentially similar and their rates of staying free from depression, whether they continued antidepressants or got off of antidepressants and used this technique. So the technique was just as good as continuing antidepressants, and many people want to get off of antidepressants after a period of time, and this provides a safe alternative for them to do so. So, again, it's a very useful technique in preventing relapse preventing the downward spiral of negative thoughts and depressive moods. Well, I love what you're saying because 
there are side effects to antidepressants in addition <clears throat> to the cost of antidepressants, um, not just the cost of the medication, but also the need to find somebody who can write the prescription and the cost of going to see them. And I, I think often um, people are not cognizant uh, when they can easily pay for these things, that that's not true for everyone. And so to have something that we can do on our own as self-help that truly works and that's um, just as effective as antidepressants without the side effects or the costs is um, just wonderful. Yes, it's a very good technique that can both treat depression and also help prevent relapse. And that's very important because uh, the relapses uh, are, are likely to recur. And if you have a means to protect yourself from them, it can really be helpful. And the other thing about relapses is, is this, that many people with depression are very self-critical. And so if a relapse occurs, they tend to feel they failed in some way, or they're weak. And what we know from our research on depression is it doesn't mean that at all. And the individual taking the class or reading the book learns that a relapse doesn't mean you're, you're weak or failing. It's just a relapse, just like somebody who has diabetes can have a relapse of it, just like people who have asthma can have a relapse you can have a relapse of depression and it doesn't mean anything at all about what type of person you are other than you have a certain kind of problem that tends to recur. And if you have a means to deal with it, it can put you in much better shape. Well, and alleviating the guilt and the self-recrimination, uh, which also leads to the downward spiral, is a blessing in itself. So we just have yeah. one more minute. What what would you like to leave our audience with? I'd like to leave the audience with the idea of, as you just said, and you said in the early part of the show, bringing self-compassion to your view of yourself. Just as you bring compassion to others, bring it to yourself. So if you have a depressive feeling that occurs, bring some kindness to yourself. Realize that many people across the world, over 300 million people across the world suffer from depression, and that it's a common problem. You don't have to be critical of yourself, but there is things you can do, like mindfulness-based cognitive therapy, to deal with it and be effective. That's a beautiful takeaway. Thank you so much. And, and thank you so much for your exploration and, not, and, and unwillingness to give up on people, but to really look for something that works in a non-invasive way. Thank you, and thank you for being on the show, and I wish you many blessings. And I encourage everyone to purchase or to get from the library or however you can when antidepressants aren't enough, and to visit Dr. Eisendrath at stuarteisendrath.com, S-T-U-A-R-T-E-I-S-E-N-D-R-A-T-H. 
Thank you so much, and thank all of you for joining us for Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you enjoyed today's show, please go to drpaulajoyce.com, like us on Facebook, register for my new workshop, Walking the Labyrinth, read my latest blog, and learn about my services, including coaching, speaking, hands-on healing, remote healing, the Akashic Records, past life regressions, house and office clearings, dream interpretation, or just Sponsor one of my experiential workshops, such as Dissolving Fear and Anxiety, Overcoming Abuse, 21 Steps for Healing the Body, or Discovering Hope and Silver Linings. If you mention this show, you get a 10% new client discount on my coaching, which I do in person, over Skype, or on the phone. When you work with me, you get support, guidance, and healing from the spiritual realm. The archangels and angels of a high and positive spiritual nature work through me and directly with my clients. My process helps you remove hidden blockages and connects your mind, body, and soul, resulting in faster progress and profound healing emotionally, mentally, and physically. My private and corporate clients improve their health, wealth, and relationship, achieve their goals, and become self empowered click on the link to contact me and see for yourself and now i'm going to introduce you to archangel charian who's the archangel of overcoming obstacles and achieving victory ask for his help daily in addition to whoever else you pray to in order to in order to overcome the obstacles to your peace and joy Use your own words or say something like, Archangel Cherian, I give you permission in a positive way only to help me overcome the obstacles to my happiness and help me be victorious over my depression. You can even be more specific and say something like, I give you permission in a positive way only to help me overcome the obstacles to um, my having self-compassion and self-forgiveness. Pay attention to signs, synchronicity, and new information. This is a process, not an event. Trust that he is helping you because he is. And click on... um, Past guest Maureen Germain's banner for her guided meditations, five books, and classes. Her trained Akashic Record guides will help you navigate your way through life. Please join us next Thursday right here when returning guest Maureen St. Germain will discuss life in the fifth dimension. And October 24th when Barbara Naderson, Horwitz, and Catherine Bowers will discuss how understanding animal adolescence helps us understand our own children. And October 31st, when Dan Willis will discuss protecting and healing the mind and heart. This is Dr. Polly, your CM or chosen mom as designated by Dr. Bernie Siegel. Remember, you are loved. All is loved. Just let that feeling wash over you and through you. Bless you and have a beautiful week. Thank you for tuning in to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. Please join Dr. Paula Joyce and her guest experts next Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until then, have a positive week.